Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up? What's up? What is up? It is the incredible in the Black Podcast. And in case you weren't aware, this is a podcast dedicated to covering the current events and social issues going on in your Black world and covering it all from the perspective of three grown-ass men who know that petty is their favorite color. I am your host, Big O, Mr. In the Black himself. But you know I can never do this alone. Let me introduce the rest of Dipset. Oh no. No, 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 Silverback I'm trying to give a damn <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Okay. Uh, if you're checking this out on YouTube. If you're checking this out on YouTube, please make sure you smash that thumbs up button. It helps with the There he goes again. There he goes again. Oh, his old porn hub voice. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> And hit the subscribe so that you don't miss out in the God damn it. And check us out if you dare on social media. I, 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 I can't with you. Elgin, please tell these folks how they can join the family, man. You've been fucking my whole shit up. Well, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of In the Black. Uh, just make sure you wash your hands and you, you flush properly. <laughs> Yeah, please, please. And you got some poopery in your purse. <laughs> Use the available just, plunger. Use the just in case. Plunger. Just in case, you know, accidents happen. You know, look for plunger and use it. The BGs are unexpected. Uh, speaking of shit, uh, let's talk about these shirts that we have here. You so, motherfucker! <laughs> uh, hence the meetings. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this in the black gear that we have on the website here. <laughs> From our WIP 2019 catalog. Oh, man, no. That's what that's all? Jesus. I mean, damn. Wait, two Christmases with this dude? Oh. Two Christmases with this dude? And his girl? Look, look, can, the same, the same, can, that beard is getting great. Can you do, can you Yo, we have seen the same dude with the black <laughs> and incredible can, can, can shirt on. A hundred different black t-shirt companies you, has that same guy. Can you, can you do what I asked you to do, please? <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Please, you can go to our website, www.intheblackpodcast.com. In the right-hand corner, you can ignore all of the swag that we have. And click the become a Patreon button, <laughs> or you can just donate. 
Either way, it's going to really help, help us upgrade our apparel. So anything that you can give to us, we will really see that, that first story got Elgin in a petty ass mood. You see, you see this shit, Elgin? Is, really man, he's oh on my god, petty, he's on his petty game for real tonight, my guy. Good. Or you can donate straight to Cash App, dollar sign in the black. But anything you guys can do, we really would appreciate it. I, I used to like you at one point. I don't know That's what I, mean. I used to like you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay. It only gets worse. So I, I mean. I, my guy, I, I, trust me, I'm 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 aware. I'm seeing that now, my guy. <laughs> Shit. But yes, we are going to jump into our black box, and we have a full fledged letter. Not the right. usual DMs and shit like that. We've got a full fledged letter where someone is actually asking. I, Lord help them. They're asking for our advice, and I already know since the both of you are both of you are on your petty mode. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see what that looks like. I hope uh, it's not relationship advice because shit, it, leave it, them, divorce them, steal their money. See, I, I, see, this, I, is, I, this is this is why Elgin is not approachable <laughs> in the least bit. Tonight's letter comes actually from I believe her name is Lily. At least that's what she goes by in the email. So. Yep. Lily, like L-E-E-L-E-E. Actually, it's L-I-L-I-L-I. L-I, yeah. That, that sounds like Layla, but hey, I don't know. Lila. Hey, uh, we'll find out, but we'll find out about the story here in a moment. Which one, <laughs> which one she is. So, so what's going on, brothers? I first want to say how much I enjoy your show. The conversations are always interesting and filled with passion and life. I never feel like you guys are front for the likes, and I really love that about you all. I have heard you guys make mention of relationship conversations you've had on your Facebook page, but I don't recall you all taking talking about it here. But I have a situation, and I'm not sure if it's in my head or not. My mm. question is, in this day and age, has a man that tells you he wants to wait to have sex with you put you in the friend zone? I'll be 37 in October, and I know you've had folks on the show to discuss it before, but dating after 35 is a hot dumpster fire. Either the men are already in a settled relationship, married mm -hmm. or gay, and it feels like, and I emphasize feels, like all the, that's left are the fuckboys and game runners. Here's the deal. I met a guy at a quarantine wine tasting back in February or so. Let's call That sounds a like a good time. We're the same. We're the same age. We exchanged numbers and everything was cool. We would talk almost nightly. When we first started talking, it was just a really cool friendship. But we started to get serious, and in our conversations, he said that he was married before, that it was only it only lasted two years, but that if he were to give her get married again, he would do things differently. So he's decided not to have sex until he's married. At the time, I thought he was talking shit. You know how you men are. Y'all always trying to do something to get women's guards down. But here we are, Facts. seven months Facts. in, and still nothing. I've ever seen anything like this before. I see him maybe every other Saturday. He does private security and sometimes travels, so I don't see him as often as I would like. Mm. I, haven't met his, I haven't met his family because they live across the country, but I've met his friends, so I don't feel like he's been hiding me somewhere. I think that the situation has me in my head because I know no, I'm not. a catch. And I haven't pressured him about it. Outside of kissing and touching that shouldn't be done in public, he hasn't attempted anything. And at some point, that heavy petting and kissing isn't enough. At least it's gotten that way for me. And like I said, it's been seven months in. He's got to be getting it from somewhere, right? I don't think, I don't know. 
what do you guys think that Libra Lily? So, I'm going to, I'm going to let the, the king of light skin petty just go ahead and go first. Oh, Give her your rancid advice. <laughs> move on. <laughs> just, just move on. Uh, and I, and I say that with all sincerity. Well, you honestly. don't. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I really do. I think there's a number of red flags on the play here. There's a number of things that you should be concerned about. I don't necessarily think that he is doing something on the side behind your back that you should be concerned about. But I think there's a level of insecurity and trauma connected to his failed marriage that has him putting up these illogical and unfair barriers in between. Particularly, I don't know what you look like. You say you're a catch. Now the fact that you're oh boy, oh boy, God, God. Now, damn it! Hold, hold on, damn it! Let me finish, man. Let me finish. Did you did you catch that? Jesus, nigga, on the slide, he's called her ugly off jump. Never met her. Just her. She's looking for help, and he basically was like, "Maybe it's you." Maybe your mug is what the problem is. <laughs> and I'm like, See, and this is exactly why I changed like, my name to listen. Mr. Catch 22. Because I'm damned if I do, and I'm damned if I don't. Then we're going to have our quarterly meetings and be like, how come people are signing up for the Patreon? And be like, okay, how about that letter to Elgin for calling G6 ugly on the slide? I did not. Repeat what you just said. Repeat what you just said. You say that you're a catch. No. So the whole thing. You said I don't know what you look like. Oh, I don't know what you. I don't know what you look like. Okay, so I can't judge. I can't judge whether or not you're a catch. Now that wasn't meant to be disparaging, in all honesty, but. There can be some other component there that makes him apprehensive. In because listen, if you guys are having heavy petting sessions, and he's not trying to go to that next level based off of that heavy petting session, that's a red flag. And here's why I say it's a red flag: when you are in those type of situations and in those type of close quarters, intimate situations, where the only thing that is happening at that moment is a sexual pheromone being released, and all both of you are thinking about is sexual engagement, and he at that moment, at that moment, decides to say no. I don't want to have sex with you. That's a flag on the play. Because, because you know what? Nobody has that type of conviction to be with a catch. To be with a catch, someone that they've had intimate, deep conversations with, authentic conversations. It, listen, real conversations, and we even connected, and then we got to a place. Well, oh, we can actually be physical, and he's telling you no. 
Nah, slide hell back. no. Slide, slide he he, slide he, he got some other things going on. You slide, should move on. Slide slide back. Slide back. But that, that little thing you went to sounds really good. The whole little quarantine wine thing. That sounds dope. That was creative. Whoever did that on. That was pretty dope. Um, go ahead, go ahead, Crush. Go ahead, um, Crush. I mean, yeah, she should you know, definitely move on because I mean from the outset, you know, the you know, the whole idea, you know, you started out as, as friends, correct? Um mm-hmm. you know. The vibe that you you know, you know you have known from the outset if he was ever interested if even during that friendship you would have known if he was interested in you in you in that way you didn't yep. indicate you didn't you never indicated that you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. or even how the friendship evolved necessarily um, but and also the trauma of that marriage is definitely there um, mm-hmm. you know uh, you, you know clearly you don't know as much as you uh, or he doesn't he hasn't disclosed what the outcome. Of that marriage was what the outcome that marriage really was for him, and um, but it's definitely showing his in his behavior. Um, seven months in, now nah, he got you got to roll. He uh, either you know either he's still dealing with it, um, or uh, he's, he's got he's dealing he's dealing with a few, a few a few situations at the same time. Um, you know, travel you know, that, that traveling you know that's an opportunity, and he's probably and taking he's been out of he's been out of town for a couple of times. So he's probably so he's probably taking it. So seven months in. You know, I mean, you know, to be honest, you know, if he wasn't trying to get at you from the outset, if you yeah. wasn't getting, if you wasn't getting those, if you wasn't getting those vibes from him from the moment you met him, like, oh, oh I, you guys, I, I don't, then, nah, then, then, come I know on, that man. I know that we are. And I, hold on, before you go, just in all honesty, I know I tell you to talk and telling this lady to move on. I'm telling her to move on. If you don't have the energy to unpack the situation that is leading him not, to be here, well, I mean, if you don't have not, the energy, they're not, they're not the age. She's not. Yeah, because you are the age to. And that's what I'm saying. Know, you, that's a lot of work to I mean, unpack, and it's I mean, clearly you're trying to get your back blown out by this dude, I mean, and he don't want to do it. I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, but if you have the energy and you want to try to unpack and, you know. Find out why. That's up to you. But time is short, and you know the dating game is trash. You said it yourself. Hot dumpster fire. So why do you want to hang out with somebody who don't want to do the things that you need them to do? But maybe you better move on. And you're a catch. Maybe and you're a catch. And you're a catch. So if you're a catch, go get caught. Probably line them up and knock them down like Dipset. Yeah. Shit. Damn. Be out there like Jada Kiss on stage and just you know, <laughs> show up at the dude with your Tim's on and get it black. And you're a catch. Why? Like, hold up, hold up. Why are you guys? Why are you guys? Yo, yo, yo. She should have said that. She should have said that. L is a bad. And you know, I kept this Kevin Samuels is scrubbing this off. <laughs> L L unabashedly and without hesitation says shit like this regularly because <laughs> niggas is gonna be in my DMs with the bullshit. Okay. Hey, I'm gonna Lily, 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 whatever your name is. Drop me a DM. Oh, man. <laughs> just, I mean, I'm just trying to cover all the bases. Whatever. You know? so yeah. I'm going to ask you guys, why do you think that it's a problem for him? If Because I know that we are red-blooded males. And for us, it was that's that wasn't the game that we were pushing. There's you know, two reasons why. Hold on. But at the same time, I don't believe... 
I'm going to say it's safe to say that none of us have experienced the trauma or whatever he, he's experienced right. is causing to be like right. this. Right. Secondly, they said they started off as friends. And if he laid it out on the table to you that this is where he is in life and you've stuck around for six, seven months, it, it sounds like but she explained to- that. It sounds, like she's trying to, it sounds like she's trying to blame him now, though. No, no, she she explained that though. She said that she she thought it was game, but then they got into position. They got into several situations where that type of activity, what could have possibly popped off. But so I can see how this laid it down. No, no, no. I don't. I don't think she's. I don't want. I don't want. You know. I don't want to say the catch is mad. I, I don't want to no, do no, that. No, he didn't I'm say. Just, but, 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 I mean, but, but he, he didn't. She didn't sound wait, mad. Wait, she sounded confused. But when you say lay it down, it's not like he told her, oh, by the way, um, there's a good chance that, you know, we won't be having sex. You know what I'm saying? He didn't say that. I don't know what he said to her specifically. Yo, no man would ever say that. But clearly, not to a catch or not. (laughs) But clearly, there's a good chance you might not have sex, by the way. Like, really? I mean, I mean, I mean, saving until marriage. I mean, the, the, I think if, there, if, if there's a religious angle here that she, but I'm saying she isn't expressible. There's two, yeah. There's two. There's two. Two components. Christian. But she did. She did intentionally. In capital letters, too. The Christian think, was in capital letters. I think that's very interesting. So, yeah, go ahead. I think that was indicative. But I think there's, in, in all honesty, I think in the beginning stages of relationships when you're just meeting each other and you're learning each other and that intimacy that non-physical intimacy is present it opens you up to want to have the physical intimacy it it leads you down to that path but i think what he has to be doing i think the area where he's unfair you can't put her in situations because it's clear that she wants to have sex and i don't know if she's communicated to him that that's what her intentions are but you can't put her in situations where you guys are doing things that would lead to sex. How do you figure but it's it two. him that's doing it? No, no, no. I said, well, well, they shouldn't put each other in that situation. Oh, okay. And I say the reason I'll say I place the blame on him is she has clearly articulated what she's wanted. If she said that she's wanted sex and you didn't put her in a position where you guys are doing things leading to sex, then the, the bulk of the responsibility would be on him. She shares some, but I think bulk of it is. There's two reasons I think that he probably he's like having this issue with. I feel like the first part is the religious component. I know men and women who will not engage in premarital sex because they've had previous penetrative premarital sex. Because I know some that will say the same thing. But they'll get the Gluck okay. five thousand, or they'll eat the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll, yeah, they'll eat that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, God, right, do you want to go there? Do you want me to, to unpack the laundry list of sexual activities that this woman is a dog? So let's go. No. God. But the sexual component is is big. I know people who have had failed marriages that they put a lot of stock and energy into it, and they have strong Christian conviction, and they feel like the reason why that their marriages failed is because they crossed that early sexual line with that partner of the marriage has failed. I want to say to that person, that's bullshit. Let's have a conversation about that one day. Oh, yeah. Slide to my DMs and we can unpack that. You know, uh, you know that, there's a strong possibility that that marriage could have been a very 
a very traditional Catholic, Catholic or Christian marriage, Baptist or even Baptist marriage. You know what I'm saying? Like very and also the the, the sexual, the sexual, the sexual functions of this brother. Like, I think that she said that he's 37. It's a good possibility. Yeah, they're same age range. That's not too early for him to be exhibiting and experiencing sexual dysfunction. There can be that. Those are the two causes that I believe. Because even if I think there's one more, I think there's one more component. Even even if you're not a catch, if you're putting yourself in that type of situation where that intimacy and that arousal is taking place, you know, folks had you know sex with ugly people before. Hey, the first time it's a mountain climber for every mountain. I mean. Fucking on, dude. No, no, no. But I think there is one. What's the third one? I think there's one more component. I think that also, not necessarily, not necessarily a separate component from what you've already described. But I think that some people go into relationships, and sex is the only binding factor between them and their partner. And you get married to somebody on the pretenses because the sex is good. And here you are, your marriage falls apart, and you're like, fuck it. I don't want to go down that road again. And maybe going to the extreme. And is, you don't know is, anybody in your life that has ever made months? that type of choice. No, 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 no. Excuse me? You know people in your life who've actually I, made I, that? I, who have I, had I, great I, sex I know, and said, I'm never going to have great sex I, again? I know weirdos. What I'm saying is that given that he said that he was married for two years and it fell apart, there is a possibility that what was keeping him together with this person for two years was great sex, but he doesn't want sex to be the only thing that binds him to a person. And you see that it makes, I'm not saying what he's doing is rational. And I'm honestly, as we all can agree, this is to the the extreme, but this is also a possibility. You know what I mean? Okay. That's fine. I I say either have the conversation with him and say, Hey, I want to have sex. Uh, Can we, compromise on that somehow some way i don't know what the compromise would look like and if that's not something he's willing to do i say move on because again you're a catch i mean as a dude i don't know how he's not picking up on this vibe already she shouldn't but I think she should have the. I think she should have the hard conversation, though. She should have the conversation with him. And I mean, the least you can do is have a conversation. There's, there's, there's one more element here, and I, there's one more element here, and I think it's. I don't know oh, how possible God. it is. I presented this to another one of my homeboys. He's much older. Who was in your DMs also? No, he's him? just he's just one of my oh, homeboys, okay. and he's much older than I am. He's right. older than us here. And I, for, as soon as I explained it to him, without hesitation, he said the dude is gay. Off jump street. Nah, I won't. You don't go think that so? Far. Nah, I won't say that. I won't assign him. I and I think that's, I think that's homophobic. By the way, hmm. for us to automatically assume because a man does not want to have sex with a woman that they're gay. something's wrong with him, right? Yeah, I think that's homophobic, and I don't think that's <laughs> the right thing to be thinking. I mean, but I do understand the stereotype behind that thought process. But, but I wouldn't attribute the fact that he say he's gay. I mean, there's uh, because gay people like sex too. No, like, yeah, I, and I can understand. I think that where the where it becomes interesting is not only that he doesn't want to have sex, but that he's away on travel. 
and all these all these elements because yeah. after, right. after he said it, he said he said do they live in atlanta and i was like uh, so yeah, 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 yeah. Your boy is homophobic. You need to have a yeah. conversation with him. Is this the baby? Is he you're talking to? Because <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, they, they, I mean, they went I to mean, the same school. I mean, Shit. I mean, I mean the, 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 the power, the power of the mind, the power of the mind can be insidious. You know what I'm saying, and when that mind is traumatized, you know, you'll be surprised at you surprise yourself. And, and men are fragile too, man. You surprise yourself, but when you're suddenly you can You know what I mean? You can you can yeah. shock your, you can shock yourself at, at, at sudden inabilities. And the so reason why I mentioned like, the how does that like, why is it happening to me? You know, you don't yeah. really understand. And part know, of it is that men, before, but for some reason. You know? Black boys and well, black kids in general, black boys and black girls are highly hypersexualized. And most black boys' first introduction into sex is pornography, yeah, destructive. a destructive one. So, with that comes early masturbation, early frequent masturbation. And as much as the data may say, you know, masturbation or releasing is healthy for you in the future. It can do psychological and emotional damage to persons where they can't respond in the right manner towards people that they're actually physically intimate, physically attracted to, particularly those folks who are a catch. Okay, we're going to move on now because Elgin just cannot fucking help himself. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga, Lily, I am. Don't I'm apologize. Not, I'm not apologizing. I'm okay. I'll let you apologize for yourself because I didn't say anything of the nature. So when I get the why it ain't too many red-blooded heterosexual men who are turning down sex. And there's not too many red-blooded, unattached heterosexual men that are turning down sex with unattached, attractive catches. No, you're you're 100 percent But like I said. Sometimes when we are in a traumatic situation, and that's we why we can, mentioned that it's irrational. Yeah. Sometimes we can go to the and Lily, you don't want to deal with that work, so go ahead and move on, sister. Yeah. Let him get his therapy, let him get his healing, and you get yeah. your back knocked out by somebody else while he's getting healing. I I still think that there's a level of outside of her stepping away from this relationship. I still think that there's a level of onus that she needs to take in this whole thing. I can. Oh, this is great! I'm can, dying. What, what level? Not, I, this is interesting. What level of responsibility does she have? The worst because she's because she's a catch. Let me call this nigga's wife real quick. Tell her to get this come in the room and get this motherfucking life. No, I think I think there's a level of responsibility that she needs to take because part of it is societal, right? The worst thing that you can do is to tell a woman that you don't want to have sex with her. Because women have been conditioned to believe that all men, regardless of what they've been told, regardless of what convictions they may have, they're men. They're going to want to. And if you I agree. Don't want to do that with me, it might something's wrong with you, not with me. That's one. I agree with or, that. Yep. Or that it can't be the case. Something there has to be a problem. There has to be something else going on in the background. They're gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something else going yeah, on in the yeah. background that's causing you not to want to have sex with me. Once yeah. again, he told you up front. I know that it's not rational, but if mm -hmm. you can't blame, you can't say that the 
pickings are trash. You find someone who's actually upfront and honest with you about where he is mm, in his life's journey. That's a good point. And then be like, well, I'm seven months in and I can't take it. It's like, it's not like the nigga lied to you. You had yeah, month, you had month one, month two, month three, month four to be like, that's true. I'm not with it. Me. I'm about to bounce. Or yeah, like you said, to have these conversations yeah. with her and find out what's yeah. going on. So like I said, yeah. she needs to take some, Lily, you got to take some onus on this shit too. At the end of the day, you're going to have to either have this conversation and say, okay, is this dude with everything else that he's, he does for you or the way he treats you, is it worth you putting out another, putting up with another whatever months, and year? Whatever y'all compromise on, sure. Exactly, before yeah. you finally yeah. let him blow your back out. Yeah, and I think that's an important part that you mentioned too, man, that the way society views black men uh, particularly, I mean, we know for years within white we're supremacy that we've all animals, lustful, yes. that we can't control ourselves, even to the point where that when we yell that we've been sexually assaulted or raped, you want no it. one believes us because we wanted it. Yeah. So that's a good point, Lily. I can't wait for you to respond back to yeah, us. No and tell I, us I, how this I, you know what? Please, uh, go, matter of fact, tell him to write in because we want to hear him too. Uh, you know, I want to know is his name Lamont because it was. <laughs> <laughs> Lili, I, yeah, send me a DM, please. Lili, I'm interested to hear. Thank you for writing in. I don't thank you. Despite of Elgin's foolishness, and I, and I don't think that you're ugly. I don't know you, but I don't believe that you're ugly the way Elgin. It's a catch. What are you talking about? Elgin, go ahead with the next topic for this evening. You sent him a bit. Man, uh, shifting gears from catches to you know. Uh, people getting kicked out. Uh, we know that we are currently in the midst of a global pandemic. Uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus, is still incredibly active. There's a number of variants out there uh, that is not only getting people sick, but it is still killing people. In the midst of this pandemic, there's also been a housing crisis. So, in the midst of this, early on particularly, uh, many people were not able to meet their rental obligations. They weren't able to pay their rents or their mortgages, friends, for that matter. So the CDC decided September 2020 to do an eviction moratorium, meaning landlords could not evict tenants on the basis of the inability to pay rent. Now, there were other ways that landlords were able to evict tenants, but you couldn't do it for non-payment of rent. So, fast forward a little bit. Everyone knew that the moratorium was going to be coming to an end July 31st, 2021. Okay. A couple of states decided to combat the moratorium in the midst of this period. One of those states were people within Alabama. It went all the way to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, they battled it out, yada, yada, yada. We'll discuss the, the outcome of that in a, few, in a little bit. But the important part is five of the Supreme Court justices had a discussion where they said that they needed more than the CDC 
to put an eviction moratorium out that the CDC, because of that particular case with the landlords and the property management company in Alabama, that they needed something more, a more bigger structure and power to put a moratorium. They specifically said Congress. Okay. July 31st comes no moratorium. Nothing. So immediately that next morning, that Monday morning, landlords flooded courthouses across the country to file eviction paperwork. Cori Bush decided that she was going to protest this by spending the night and protesting on the Capitol steps in order to get something done and ratified. Now, another couple of important pieces, and I'll be quiet, was while this takes place July 31st, Congress decides that they're going to be away for the month of August. So there was, they leave. So Cori Bush does her thing. Next thing you know, your favorite president, Crime Bill Joe, decides that he's going to put a federal moratorium in place. Now, the, there's a number of issues with this particular moratorium, but how about we discuss what we just talked about so far before we unpack that any further? Okay. This, this whole thing has become far more messy than what I necessarily anticipated it being. Not because we don't understand who the players are, but because it literally took shaming America's favorite uncle for them to actually finally do something. And this ended up becoming, especially for the fact that Cori Bush was sleeping on the steps of the Capitol, it became national news. That's one of the reasons why they ended up moving as quickly, I believe, as they did. One of the things that made me upset was hearing Jennifer, Jen Psaki, I think her name is, the communications, uh, mm. the press secretary, come out and make the excuse that, well, the Supreme Court has said that we don't have any legal basis to extend the moratorium. And that is completely the... Pelosi said the same thing. I didn't know that Pelosi said it. I know the soccer. Oh, yeah. she, she just kept oh, repeating yeah. that shit over and over. And it ended up like that is completely the opposite of what they said. Matter of fact, let's yep. be very specific. Brett Kavanaugh with his alleged sexual yeah, assault cast, Jesus. actually came over to the side of the liberal judges and said that, yeah, there should be a moratorium. And well, let's back up and be more specific. Yeah, it's the, why he said that. These folks, the, the reason why this even went to the Supreme Court in the first place is because these real estate investors and so on, they wanted to end the moratorium early. Right then. Yep. They wanted to end it earlier. It's like, why wait a month, a month and a half? Let's just end it yep. now so we can start kicking people out. And mm -hmm. somehow, some way, five judges said, nah, that's we've got an end date. Just wait the end date. You can't kick people out. Mm -hmm. Now, what what he handed up, Kavanaugh ended up saying was that it wasn't even a directive. It was his opinion. Nope, his opinion. He said, uh, maybe you guys would need a little bit more meat if you guys want to continue to extend the moratorium. And you might want to see what Congress can do about it. It was a suggestion that he was making. 
Exactly. But Jen Psaki and the Biden administration turned around and said, well, and Nancy talk- Pelosi and, and Nancy Pelosi and turned around and said, well, you know, the Supreme Court already said that we can't do it again. But somehow, some way, after seeing a black woman sleep on the damn steps of the Capitol for four nights straight, you've somehow found the legal basis to make it work, to extend it for another two, three months. I don't. So the, the mess behind it all, the lies behind it all have been stomach turning, to put it mildly, because we have million, I'll dare I say millions of people that are on the verge 11. of being, 11 million million, people. 11 million people on the verge of not having anywhere to live. And you were just playing, once again, playing politics with people's lives. And I don't know how else, I don't know how else to feel about that other than to be fucking raging upset. Go ahead. And I think that, go ahead, Crush. Well, we honestly have more questions than answers. I mean, uh, Mm -hmm. a federal moratorium. I mean, what is logistics even behind something like that? I mean, well, that's the part that is fascinating. For 11 million people on the verge of homelessness to distribute, mm-hmm. even on a federal level, that mm-hmm. amount of funding from state to state, I, even if I, I don't know what systems are in place to enable a federal moratorium of that yep. magnitude. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that I mean, we all, I think you guys are pretty intimate with how the government works. You know, the the, 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 the special sauce is your bureaucracy. Um, so bitter and so and sticks around your stomach way too long because it never never wants to come out. So, I mean, how long would that kind of money take to get to 11 million people? It's such a mixed bag, but go ahead. That's, that's, that's the big part right there. That's one of the reasons why many people have been pushing to extend the moratorium because literally there are millions of dollars hung up in flawed, broken, shitty infrastructures where counties are struggling to find people to actually put the applications through. I know counties that literally have thousands of people no exaggeration. I've seen the data. Thousands of people waiting in the queue just to get their applications in. So if this moratorium didn't go through, and we'll talk about what this moratorium actually is in a moment, if this moratorium didn't go through, all those thousands of people who were waiting in the queue all that time would not have gotten funding. And the moratorium... The moratorium did not. It's a completely new moratorium. It is not the same moratorium as the CDC. It does not cover. It doesn't cover everybody. About ninety percent of the American public, based ninety percent, based off of the way they were. Yeah, and it's COVID related. So that was that's. So there's some collateral damage here. But how did collateral damage here? The thing that come on, ask the questions. The thing that I didn't see was how was that any necessarily any different from the original one because it, i didn't because see how the original, the original one was a hundred percent across the board it covered everyone it was not directly connected to COVID okay, that data I no, that, that I this new one is part of that 90 percent. that 90 percent is a projection it's not a fixed 90 percent. so they project that 90 percent of the country will be covered but you have to be in a certain 
COVID standard in your county in order for you to do. And here's where it ties into forcing the vaccination. So that's you're going to begin to see more counties and more states revving up their pro-vaccination. I don't want I'm not going to use message. It is so but again, what about this projected 10% of the of that 11 million people who won't be covered? And it's not as if the politicians didn't have leverage to actually make this go through before before this whole July 31st. It is it, as much as I am critical of Cory Bush and I think any politician is not above critique. I applaud her for what she did, the steps that she took to do the things that she did, unlike many of the people, other people who did not. But I don't also think that she should not be lifted up to this high, great praise of what she's done, because ultimately, she's just as culpable as the other motherfuckers who left to go on vacation. I don't know necessarily if she's culpable. I think we should just give her flowers for what she did. Like, I think you can well, give her her flowers for taking this. Let's let's keep it 100. But you can, why not, why not critique her at the same time? No, she no, can't we, get both? No, no, we can. We can. That's what I'm saying. But oh, I, okay. the way you're making it sound is as though, okay, well, okay, so what she did was she did when she was the only person that did what she did. It took her by the third the second or third night that she was out there before other Do we really think Cory Bush is the reason why this moratorium this, got okay. pushed, this, is, this, this new one? This is what I think, and I, we've had this conversation sure. off air, and I think in many instances, you and I, in terms of our view of how the system sh should work, what the end result should be, I think we're in alignment with that. Agreed. Where we always, where we end up having our differences is the how the mechanisms behind it and what needs to be done to get to the end result is where where we fall. I think that's right. Sure, fall short. Okay. I think that Corey Bush, because if you know her background, this lady mm -hmm. before, before don't do that, don't do that. No. Before this woman ran for office, she was living in her car. She was homeless with her child. That that's that's the type of that's the type of empathy that we would hope. No, don't, don't, come on, come on, come on. Oh, she knew, she knew like everybody else that this moratorium was coming. She, so she waited like everybody. No, she, one why, why didn't you get your squad together? Why didn't you get your squad together to put pressure no, 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 no. on them? Why not to, that's to use? That's part of the problem. Okay, this, let's, let's why? Because she actually did attempt to do that, at least from reporting, from reporting. She attempted to do that. But she got she and the other squad members got really pushed back from Nancy Pelosi, right? So she said, fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and just lay down on these damn steps and whatever happens, happens. It, like I said, it took by the second, third night that she was out there before other members was like, oh shit, this shit is working. Before they showed up to support her, and I that that but we feel like we, we feel like what she did worked. We feel like she was the one that moved the needle was, to I where it was. was. Catalyst. I think she was the really. Catalyst. Oh, I think she was the catalyst, man. I think she was the catalyst, and I think we hmm. need to give her her flowers for that because she did something that she was doing. When she, give her her flowers because this is something that she she as a as someone who is a grassroots organizer. I would think, that and that's the problem right there. Right, her being a grass, she's been her no, being no, a no, grassroots no, organizer. She should have been able to organize that thing that she that, did at the Capitol steps faster. 
You're not going to tell what? me that it doesn't work differently in politics. You just you literally just told and, and me that's the problem. Oh, low, but that's but how? That's how, the problem. You can't be radical in that setting. When you get in that oh, setting, you lose your radicality. Let's let's let's. Think. So you have. So what do you expect her to do then? You operate within the framework that you're given, and even this, don't be she, in the framework. But she, even in this instance, she broke out of the framework because nobody was expecting. She, she really didn't go. And again, I'm not trying. Again, to be clear, I think what she did was phenomenal. I do. I supported her. I gave her her praise in the beginning of this conversation. But what I will not do is act as if, and I'm not saying that you're doing it. I won't act as if what she has done move the mountain. And I take issue with her praising this particular decision as if this moratorium is as equal as the first one. She said that this is a good We We moved, no, we move mountains with this. That's that's her quote? We should turn up on these steps because of this decision. That, that deserves criticism. That deserves questions. That can, deserves I can, challenging. I can understand that it's... it's in the like, same time, I can say, hey, Corey, thing. I love what you're doing. Not I love you as an organizer. But at the same time, I, I believe that she's going to continue to struggle. She looked so dejected by that second day. You, like I said, and I think part of the thing was it shows you how politicians work right that it's not necessarily the fact that real lives were at jeopardy but that outsiders knew that they were being shamed or the image of what was happening because that's how it think about it cory bush is laying down on these steps reporters trying to make it seem like cory bush is laying down on the steps in the middle of uh of North Philly. She's laying Nigga, on the Capitol camp, steps. Surrounded by she camped out on the steps and she was surrounded by Capitol Police. She had her people out there. No, no, but don't again, I don't think that we should elevate this to a status that we it's make it about, seem like that, I think you're misconstruing what I'm saying. It's not necessarily about elevating her status, but it is about setting the record straight because she was the only person out of four hundred and some odd congressmen and why was she not doing this before though? Oh, why didn't they? What you don't know what she was why, doing. Why didn't you tell us that you were doing this in the middle of you protesting and sleeping on the Capitol floor? She did. She's she's been mentioned, she's been having this debate on the Congress floor bef- a month before a month and some change before the moratorium ended. But you had opportunities to not sign particular things and, and say, Hey, we're That's not going thing. to. You didn't and, see that. And why not form a block with your squad people okay. and use Elgin. that power Elgin. to not do Elgin. what you do? Come we, on, man. You come on. You're you are a grassroots organizer. You know what it takes to get people together. You know it can also be like fucking herding cats. So it is like it. everybody still, has blind, blind, still, blind still, cats, blind hunting cats. Everybody yeah. has their own separate still. agenda. Which is why I say that I give her more credit for what she did because at, That's the fair. The, at the end of the day, she did what she did on her own, even after making noise beforehand. And then you have the so-called superstar congressman that Your people came, that, yeah. that jumped on her coattails after it started to get some traction. Sure. I think we should give her her flowers for that. I'm I uh, absolutely know, agreed. I, did, I, I mean, agree with you. I will say I, this: I did not know the quote about what you said about saying that that she felt that this was 
a victory. We I have questions yes. about it because I don't like I said I I, as good yeah, as this I, uh, could yeah. possibly be, it is nowhere close to what it should have been. No, and we still have only two months of this moratorium. We'll be only two months. And it's not going to be another one. Yeah, I can't believe I, I. I'm actually surprised that we got this one. To be honest with you, and again, really, to be fair, I agree. Oh, oh no, I didn't think we were going to get this one. I, I because I see behind the scenes what the real estate lobbyists are yes, doing right now. They pull and they are sitting back lobbying intentionally to change the courts because they're looking to buy up these properties. Yep. We already seen it in LA with that LA. dirty ass mayor that they've got over there. Yep. And what's going on? Yep. So the mayor of LA has now essentially made it illegal to be homeless. No sitting, no standing, no nope. no encampments at LA? any time. Mind you, LA? there are millions LA? of Skid Row, bro, yes. millions of people. Have you have you have you seen have I seen in Oakland? Yes. Skid Row. Bruh. Mind you, I want to I want to make it, sure, especially because we're talking about this dude, right? Ooh, like I said, it shows you the power that these folks have and how it corrupts politicians, right? Agreed. Do you know that in Los Angeles, I think it was a year ago or two years ago, that they, an overwhelming majority of Californians, yep. uh, voted to increase taxes so that they could pay for housing for homeless people. Yep. All of that money, the tax money, has been taken. Where to go? But somehow this money going to these contractors, overpaying for contractors, nothing has been done. Nothing has happened. Nothing has been done. They said that literally in Los Angeles <coughs> right now, they have over close to 150,000 abandoned homes and apartments that they could put people into. And there was a program called HHH that was yeah. lifted maybe a year ago, two years ago. Essentially, that program was to put folks into these homes. Yeah, yeah. But, all of know, a sudden, but, but nobody yeah, knows but, no, but, where the yeah. where the program is. Because, no, but why? Because how much money am I going? <laughs> how, much money, money. how much money? How much money? am I going to get from the government? That's the thing. We're putting broke motherfuckers in the housing. Yeah, there's there's for housing, but not for them. That's not housing, not for them. There's estimates that say that it's like twenty five. Twenty-five billion dollars would effectively begin to put an end, an end to homelessness in this homelessness in this country. Think about how much, how many billions of dollars do you think they've actually given out to for rental assistance? Mm. It's it's because renting is part of the capitalistic machine. You need renters. You need renters because it keeps the machine rolling. You know another thing that, that's actually been a big problem. You know another thing that's been a big problem. We have a lot of international investors that buy up property, no intentions to live here, holding shit up that don't have any connection to the communities and any. No of that reason stuff. to. I heard about that too. So we have them here. I heard about that yeah. too. They hire, pro they create property companies. Property minute, management I, companies. If 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 it, if it if it becomes illegal to become homeless, then I guess I go from being a homeless person to being a prisoner. So I guess I need somewhere oh, yeah. to. So I guess I need somewhere to be a prisoner. So um, it's all connected. So it's all intertwined. Uh, so, man. so so let, let's all build some more housing for these new prisoners. They're just trying to stick. They're going to shove them in halfway whole, homes and whole, shelters. Whole, whole but, families of prisoners, by the way. Whole families children. and homeless people. Yeah, children. Yeah. 
in the midst of a pandemic where the numbers are going to start building prisons. But you want to do the homelessness, but you want to put a stop to the concerts and the festivals where a hundred thousand people. It's just, it is so insidious. That's all that was insane. That was, they didn't stop it. They knew that this could be a breeding ground. They didn't stop it. Won't stop it. I saw those numbers. Homeless people into a damn. Did y'all see that footage over there? Those numbers. I'm telling you, man. In one of the biggest housing camps, homelessness camps in Atlanta, one of the biggest ones they ever had in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. It used to be thousands of people under this overpass. Mm -hmm. The city hired extra police officers to come in to sweep all these people out, move them to a temporary camp, and had a construction company come in and put huge boulders underneath this underpass so they couldn't sleep there anymore. And you know what they did next? Right next to this underpass, they built a $30 million aquarium. That's where the aquarium is at. That's what the aquarium uh, is. See, 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 and there's a black just, bear. We got a black bear there. Yeah. I just, I, I just don't, I just don't. I mean, just from a city planning and, and 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 social engineering standpoint, I just, I just wonder what is the true perspective of the homeless individual in civilized society? Like, what, what, what? What 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 it's place not, do they what place are they supposed they to? I mean, they don't have a place. They're not, no I, I guess because they're not paying taxes. That's the main thing. One thing they're not paying taxes. Well, no, no it's not even. It's not just the fact that they're not paying taxes. They're in the way in these people's minds of other people paying taxes. Yeah. yeah. That homeless people are an eyesore. That no. they make they bring the property value of communities down. Listen, I'm seeing it take place right here in Coatesville. This is across the country, man. Comrades it, are talking about this. It's so insidious. It, it, it Part of it makes a level of sense, right? Because you look at it and you say, okay, well, you have homeless encampments showing up in school playgrounds. Your response shouldn't necessarily be a police, if, a police response. That's first and foremost, I think. But then you turn around Agreed. and you have places like in Los Angeles where, or California specifically, where mm -hmm. folks are like, we know this is a problem. We don't want it to be a problem. We'll pay more in taxes. Who, who do you know that wants to give up more in their taxes? You know what? Nobody. Said, we'll pay more you know, in taxes to help make you know this issue not be an issue. An issue. And to solve have, the issue. You know, and then you, know, you have might, mismanagement. You know, this is where this is where big business may step in, or even big tech may step in. Nah, big business, and, and, big business and big tech is the problem. But, but I'm the saying, problem. but I'm saying, like, someone is going to step in and, and introduce a new kind of homeless shelter. You know what I mean? They're they're coming up with creative ways, man. But I think, it, I think, always, I think somebody may come. But it's always at a, it's always at a call. It's always a catch twenty two. It's with a that, creative with, 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 way to yeah, you know not end the problem. Exactly. I mean. So much of this money, man, is nothing more, it's and I, I don't want to diminish it. It's part of the problem, man. Yeah, yeah. That money is that money speaks volumes. Why should you end homelessness when you can have continuous contracts to build? Because it's not going to. It's not going to community organizers. It's not going yeah. to grassroots corners community organizers who are working with the houselessness. Yeah, it's true. going to nonprofits who are. Yeah, it's, it's that's true. Uh, yeah. That's true. It's a, it's a fucking yeah. mess. All right, Crush, what we got on deck, man? Well,
<laughs> well, needless to say, um, we are uh, the world bore witness to one of the uh, most uh, magnificent um, uh, versus battles we've seen thus far. I mean, I'll admit, as, as a hip hop head, I kind of drifted away from the series for a bit. You know, I was kind of in and out there. Um, but this locks and dipset situation um, proved to be uh, uh, to be more of a magical moment than I expected, than all of us expected, I think. Um, I, I'll say from the outset that when this was announced, I thought it was kind of an odd matchup. You know, um, my, me personally, me personally, when it comes to competition and hip hop, you know, I don't like them. I don't like those weird matchups that should contrast more than complement. You know what I mean? Agreed. Like, like you know, like locks and MOP, some crazy shit. But yeah. but locks and Dipset, nevertheless, I can see why. You know, there are other reasons we found out later why they may have decided this particular matchup. Um, the tour, but uh, yeah, the tour. Duh. <laughs> uh, but uh, nevertheless, um, you know what we saw, uh, what we bore witness to, um, was uh, was a, a masterful class in MCing. Um, you know, we saw New York's uh, New York's uh, culture, you know, hip hop, New York's uh, stake in hip hop on, on on full display um, with Locke's performance. Um, they performed as a very cohesive unit. You know, I'm not taking anything away from Style Speed or Sheik Loops, but clearly, um, Jada Kiss, um, Jada Kiss became the gladiator of the night. Um, you know, against uh, against the, like against in the fourth against uh, against, against, uh, against the Dipset, who you know, I mean, proved themselves mm -hmm. proved themselves to be otherwise, you know, lacking in the uh, yeah. in the, in the, in the showmanship department. I know. Um, listen, I mean, uh, hold, hold I mean, and look, and, 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 and also, what cannot be ignored, what cannot be ignored, is 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 is, is, is technician the is, is technician the DJ. The he DJ was the star of the show. Who he was, was a star. Who, who was a key key element of yeah, the execution yeah. of the locks performance. Any yeah. other DJ caliber DJ would not have put yeah. me the timing. Everything was perfect. I mean, any because clearly there was no DJ for for Dipset. That, that shit was. <laughs> Fuck and I got a story that. about that here in a moment. Okay. That, that, that but, I heard today. But, I mean, the, the, but you know, if, if, if you know, if, if I were to just go off for one little second, the way this brother, the way this, I mean, this brother came out, this brother was cracking jokes in these cats for five minutes before they even got on stage. Mistake number one: don't let Jada hang out. For ten minutes a, before you even hit the stage, this brother was a sober Jada. A sober Jada. <laughs> sober, oh, but yeah, oh yeah. Because by the way, you know, don't, you can't forget that you know there, there, there was a clear. You know, we, these are evolved thugs. Okay. Yeah, Jada, yeah, Styles, yeah. and Sheik—they're not the same. They're not no. the same cats. Oh, they the were maturity was on the full game. display. They're, 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 these are grown men with children who. Yeah, they still cheap a little bit, but they don't drink no more. They barely drink that. No, they, they drink no. smoothies most of the damn time, yeah, and, and yeah. doing pull ups in the street. Um, so uh, you know, but then um, you know, Dipset came out, and um, you know, let's let's, let's just say this from the door. Dipset does have a you know, wonderful history. There was a cult of Dipset across the nation. I think we all bore with this. Today. I was not I one mean, of them. That, I mean, neither was I. <laughs> neither was I. But the cult of Dipset was real for a minute. Um, so I respect, you know, respect them for that. I'm glad, you know, I'm, I'm, let, let's, did let's, but let's, nevertheless, stop, nevertheless, stop. nevertheless, there was, it was clear who, who was, who was in their hip hop shit and who was on their swag shit. You know what I'm saying? And that shit was, and, and, and it clearly what was needed for the assignment that night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. um, 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 I mean, Jada murdered, these niggas. murdered these niggas. 
And it all, was all did I mean, Harlem should be embarrassed. That shit was pathetic. I mean, not that they mm. not that these that these cats didn't knock out a few joints when they rock, but every time they rock, nah. I mean, look, I look, look, I look from the first song when this cat was talking about this mm. cat cam was talking about. Okay, come on, y'all go first. We home, we home. So y'all should go first. We home. We 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 we, we, we in Manhattan. We home. He's like, Cam, you live in Miami. <laughs> it was over after that. It was over fuck after. you. The first song is "fuck you, son." Talk about boom right to your damn throat, yo. That was the shit. Was it was was go was, ahead, was, oh. It was exquisite think, violence. At the end of the day, man, form, I don't know. I don't know how we wonderful. can even say that it was a competition. To be very honest with you, from yeah, jumpset, from, from jumpset, when I heard that it was this going to be a thing, it, from when I heard that it was going to be a thing, I was like, yeah, okay. And I think we, yeah. we as hip hop heads, sometimes, right, the collective, sometimes it, we fall back into that mode where the last thing that we remember about a group or an individual is what we're left with. So the last, mm. the last between the two of them that was hot was Dipset. I mean, let's, no, let's be no, do you know? No, yeah. Listen, the last, the last two locks albums, bro. No, the those, last two locks albums, those were phenomenal. Folks. Those were for folks that actually love hip hop music. I'm talking about okay, mainstream okay, right, popularity. Yeah. I didn't mainstream like popularity. Upset, man. I didn't. I don't I was, either. I fuck with one song from Dipset. One song. Which one? Off Purple Haze. I'm assuming. I can't. Like, I don't know. I just see. Know. You don't I, even I, know I really That's how bad. I really, I really mean it. Like, I couldn't even name I one really of the albums. I really mean it. It's the only song I fuck with. Nope. I think the one that has Dipset anthem on it was. Is that the first one? I thought that was Purple Haze. I, again, I know I know balling. I, I know that because in the club, <laughs> I, that's it. No, but when I guess when I first heard, it, I was like, "How is this even a thing? Like, why is this even a competition?" I didn't think it was a good idea. Jim, Jim Jones is not. Let's, let's, be, let's keep I mean, all the punk. He's. I mean, look, good, and Jim Jones held his own. Well, see, it's a thing. He's not a I mean, I mean, well, facts is the facts about the dipset is this. I mean, Canron has never had what I would call a competitive style. You know what I'm saying? The dude is a quintessential entertainer. He's very entertaining. I don't I mean, know. He can, he can literally talk over a beat for 15 minutes and have you entertained. Cam by but, himself but back in the day was entertaining. Was serious, though, no, 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 but not, but like you know, I don't like know. MC you the MC. Old, you hear some of those old Clue mixtapes. You're like, damn, mm-hmm. god mm-hmm. damn, mm-hmm. this nigga mm-hmm. was ruthless. Come mm-hmm. on, dog. Don't not, like, not, not, not compared, not compared to what Styles was doing on his. No, 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 no. We're not, no one's, yeah. no one's. No, no we're not. Styles mixtape run. run was a slaughterhouse. There was, there's a lot of growth. And Jim Jones has made improvements. He's improved. There's been a lot of. He's improved. But Joel Santana is like the failed prodigy. You know what I'm saying? True. The but I think the matchup, product. I think the matchup from the very beginning. Jewel's is <clears throat> No, don't disrespect Bleak like that. Don't do that. Don't Jewel's do that shit. Bleak. No, 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 no. No, no. Come on, bro. Where is that dude? No, 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 no. Don't it's set for life. But don't disrespect them like that. I I agree. I think the matchup from the beginning. I was really surprised to see so many people who were picking dip set in the beginning Dang. over the locks. And I'm just thinking to myself, what, what are you basing what this on? Just MC from crew to crew, all of the locks' MCs are better 
than the MCs of Dipset. Like whoever you gonna stack Styles up, Styles is better than all of them. She can hold his own against all of them. And then when you put that other monster out there, like listen, I wanted to turn it off, but it was so entertaining. I'm like. This is some of the most disrespectful shit I have ever seen no, before. Ever. No, no, the most dis can 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 we all quote the most disrespectful thing in that in that competition? That nigga's team. Are we talking about? No, 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 no. You know what it was. So when he, uh, when kiss, when kiss laid down in the the bandana snatch, man. Oh, bro, I thought you was talking about when Kiss laid down in the beach chair. When he laid down in the beach chair, bro. That's when I mean there were three moments that go to jail to fix their teeth and pointed at Joel. Pointed at Joel, bro, bro. There were three times in that competition when I was sure that okay, somebody. I was like, there's gonna be violence. Somebody, somebody's going to their waist. Somebody's going to their waist, right? Somebody's going to their waist. But I was like, nah, cats is keeping it cool. Everyone's in their forties. People got grandchildren out here. And shit. I don't know. You know I saying? don't know, bro. You know, but, um, but but you know, but at the, at, at the end of the day, to be mad right now, my guy. Oh, he day, has man, to be. At the end of the day, you can't put. At the end of the day, like you know, to me, it looked like you know, this is where this is how hip hop heals itself. You know, when you put swag against skill, there's Skill's no always gonna win, man. There's no comparison mm. for hip hop for the for the essence of hip hop culture. That's what it means. You, the, have, the, the, to, you have to mean what you say and say what you mean with skill and with sincerity and, 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 and reverence for the craft. And that was the thing that everybody was saying about Styles and the locks and everything. So I was listening to Sway in the morning and they had Sheik Luch on there and Sheik was talking and Sheik was his normal. Yeah, no, no, after. Yeah. And, after, after. And he's yeah. talking, you know, all his shit. And he was like, listen. And his way was like, did y'all rehearse? He's like, we rehearse the same way Dipset rehearse. He said, the difference is we all fuck with each other. We all cool. We all hang out. We all brothers. And this is what he said. He told this story. He's like, we've been on tour. <laughs> Nigga, you were like, lying. Did... Nope, nope. He said, I just, in matter of fact, I'll send you the clip because it's about 20 minutes. I thought it was phenomenal. It's on YouTube he was like, right we were on a, he was at a show and they were at a show in Virginia. And he's like, this is when we knew we were just going to destroy him. He's like, we always knew we was going to kick the ass. But he's like, we knew at this moment. He said, we were at a concert. And he's like, we had one DJ for the locks. He said they had a DJ for every person in Dipset. So Cam would come out with his own DJ and do a song or two and be stay out there. And then Jim would come out with his own DJ. He's like, but they had no camaraderie. He said, they are not connected. There's tension everywhere. He's like, and that was the most, the biggest weakness. He said, when we saw that, he was like, oh, it was over. He said, then he said, technique had us before during our, you know, our check and our sound check and everything. And that's when Kiss did the freestyle during the sound check. And he wasn't, he wasn't initially going to do the freestyle. And he said, Technique cut the music off and Puff called. Puff called on the phone and Puff told them, he said, listen, man, if y'all just do y'all mixtape shit, He's like, if y'all just do y'all mixtape shit without even digging into y'all album bag, y'all will destroy them. He's like, because they have nothing. 
nothing. And he said, when Kiss did that freestyle, they said they knew at that point in time they should have just brought coffins up on the damn stage. God and the thing is, and the thing is, by the way, by the way, by the way, by the way, I'll send it to you. By the way, if you, the thing is, right after that freestyle, all three of these niggas got back on stage and did another mixtape joint over over a premiere beat. Bro, the breath control. demolished that shit. Yo, breath control was. I've never seen anything like that. And then this toothless idiot Joel is gonna run his mouth talking about, oh, you only got nothing for the ladies. It was over. The technique was like, word what? Word. Let me rewind that bitch. Five joints in a row. Five in a row. Five. God dang. It was the worst verses I've ever seen, man. You know what I think? Honestly, when it comes to popularity, when it comes to mainstream music. We haven't heard the locks collectively in quite some time. So the last thing that people really mainstream. know, co- agreed. People collectively know in mainstream is like the si- shiny suit niggas running with Puff, not knowing that these dudes are for real. They drop a album see, every is, year. Consistently. Listen, hold on. Styles P. I think the Styles dropped five albums last year. And see, and you see, and, and see that people people forget about this part. You forget about this key part. Styles P. Before those five albums, you know about those mixtapes, bro? Those Ghost yes. mixtapes? God bro, damn. Yo, that mixtape run for Ghost. It's stuff like that that ingrains you in the culture so deep that when they mention your name, they know what's up. The the, the OGs know what's up. The cats in there, the, the DJs know what's up. The MCs yeah. know what's up. The dancers know what's up. The influencers know what's up. Because and you know what's so fascinating about this? They had that Ghost mixtape in 2003. They have that. Well, tomorrow, three of the biggest hip hop acts in the world are dropping albums, but nobody knows about it because of this damn versus. Nas has a new album coming out Nas tomorrow. Kanye, Kanye's album is supposed to come I'm out surprised. tomorrow. I thought they and had Drake's and Drake's album is supposed to come out tomorrow. You know, you know what? I'm, I'm surprised. And you know what? nobody look, knows look, about it because look, of the verses. Look, look, the way the game, look, the way the game works, the way the game works, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if some wild shit happens. Like this nigga Nas goes ahead and gets Jada on the album at the last minute. He's the king of New York, man. Can He's we king. all can we all agree that last night the other night's performance from Jada that 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 closeout was on par with that freestyle that Black Thought did yeah, with Funk easily. Flex? Like a moment, in, not, oh, in, yeah. in terms a of moment for the culture, a moment, a moment yeah, that skill set. But I'm talking about in terms of the way he see, see, it's moments like oh, no, that. It was it's moments like that. It's moments like that that remind you what hip hop culture is and what it's all about. You know what I mean? It's moments like that that remind you that. See, moments like that told me that. Regardless of all the bullshit that goes on, you know what I'm saying, that comes out and try to tell people what hip hop is, hip hop will heal itself. I hope so. It will. Oh, it is, brother. It is. Look, I've been telling cats. See, Jada, Jada is only a sign of what's been going on for a while. You've been, I don't know if you've been seeing my posts on SP Methods. I've been, I've been watching. Cats are rapping. Their ass off right now. The, the cats illest, are rapping the their cat ass off right in now. This new group of, in this new bruh, group of, of folks. Bruh, bruh, cats are rapping. Cats are rapping. Can think of. Like, Son, Tyler, cats are rapping yeah, right that, now. Like, did you ever listen to the album? In terms of lyricism? Jesus Christ. Yo, that yo, Tyler lady, album, that yo, Tyler lady, album is yo, unbelievable, Lady London. Lady London. I'm my God, bro. I mean, cat. yo, what what, 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 voice did just now? Jesus Christ. 
I mean, yo, cats is yo, this cat, this cat from Chicago named Vi Kill. But I can't I'm talking even about, find this. I'm cat. talking about hold up. Are these, are these find this guy. Cats, we're, we're talking about we have to establish veterans. Yeah, we're talking about establish veterans. I'm talking about we're talking about a new crop of MCs that are coming up. That's exactly and, what I'm talking about. Oh, hold up. Mac Homie is brand new how, from how Northern New Jersey. Old, how old is old boy? 24, 25. Brand yeah, he's new. Young cat. Yeah. He's a young dude. I, I look, look, bro, 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 bro. I'm not, believe me, I, I, I know about new shit. Don't even, don't, 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 Wherever the wherever the fuck you want, flow however the fuck you want. Just write, my nigga. Write. Yeah, 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 if you yeah. were better writers, then maybe you too would be invited. You you too would get a Pulitzer. Maybe you too. Well, you, maybe you too. Your baby, your publishing catalog will will be bought for eight point five million dollars when you're forty five. If you yeah. write, my nigga. My concern now it's my is only with the, the whole of the generation. Whole versus thing, man. Versus needed this shot in the arm right here because it was going down with yeah, the, it. Was, it was, you know, I'll give you that. Timberland and, 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 and it was getting man, it was getting they did their thing and they sold it. it. It just got to be, it was concerns about yeah, now on different platforms. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that they can do at this moment to top this. You know, that's apparently, my concern too. That's apparently, my concern supposed too. To be, apparently, they said the next joint, uh, I don't know if it's been seen, uh, sealed or not. It's supposed to be Beans and Nori. We'll see mm. what it looks like. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to I don't know if that's a good look. I could pass on both of them. And even what? when it actually happened, Beans is going to be the one to crush all that, man. Well, see, the problem, the problem, well, they, they're, they're, now you got to watch the Drink Champs joint with him. He was yeah. on Drink no, Champs talking yeah, to Nori. And that Larry. joint was phenomenal, bro. Really? Like, listen, man. Have you ever seen that brother so frank? Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, like he no, I mean, he was no, he was really open about Bruh, his about, about listen, his actual relationship. Everything, like, I, I never heard beans man. like that. When he breaks down a relationship with Jay, it makes listen. And I, I love Hove as an artist. Like that's to me, he's the best. But I look at Hove a completely different way after this I one interview. Man. But beans, you know, beans is a hometown dude. And he's, you said that was the conversation you know, he had on drinking. He had he yeah, had yeah, this yeah. conversation and Hove. Listen, my he dropped some open. mature gems on this joint, man. That I was just wow. like, and I just stood on the Sunday. I was like, yo, this is a sermon right here. My I man mean, preaching. Wow. I mean, I mean, I remember all the stories. Wow. I remember every single bean story. Like, let me tell you all the wild shit, bro. All I mean, the, I mean the stories that didn't make the media that we saw the on the streets yeah, supersede anything. When you say he's a broad street bully. That was real. Even when he was selling two or three gold albums, he's still out there not like punching people in the... And remember, man, yeah. Bean's, got some, Bean's got some albums, man. He yeah. got some. Yeah. He got some dope albums. Got some yeah. exquisite now, Locks, Locks versus State Property would have been a much more hood, grimy type yeah. of battle. Yeah. I still think the Locks would have done it because yeah. the Locks is well, just see, on a different well, level. See, man. There, there, there's one aspect of the Bean situation that people have to acknowledge. is that his, you know, his, his brother, voice. 
Yeah, the brother went through some surgery, and um, yeah, he's yeah. Not, and vocally he's not the same. Mm-hmm. I've heard him spit. I've heard him spit. The lyrics are still there. Yeah, he, he just dropped a couple. There. He just dropped a couple singles. Matter of fact, yeah. And the, but his, his, his voice, his voice, his story was wrong. Is he supposed to be doing something with our uh, freeway again? Well, I, I don't know. Oh, that's what free, I, that's freeway's that's what Freeway's voice is not the same anymore either. Yeah. But yeah, but well, again, he's, he's all this. Song. He's about to get it. You know, he got it, didn't he? Got it. I thought he got it. Oh, yeah. I know he did get it. He did get it. But his his voice has just taken on a different tone. Yeah, but it, yes, but again, man, you got to see the Drink Champ joint, man. I I'm beginning to really hold Drink Champs in a very even though I think Nuri is a horrible interviewer, but I think the fact that he's horrible uh, makes the show uh, see, so dope. Well, that's a thing. Like like I, when they when they made the transition from YouTube to 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 vote, you know, he said that oh, you know. People were wondering if I was gonna, you know, try to. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, nah, I'm gonna be the same way. I'm gonna be the same story. He's the yeah, same ignorant person. He said, he said, Puff. He said, Puff himself said, don't change nothing. That's what I was like. Okay, if Puff is telling you not to edit yourself. Okay, okay. don't edit yourself. Yeah, and they doing numbers too. So it's crazy. I mean, because I, I drifted away from Gene Champs for a while. I'll admit, yeah. you know, because they weren't have, exactly having OGs on there for me. Nah. Um, but. <laughs> All right. Well, right about now is the time when we'd like to give you little tidbits of news or words of wisdom to take with yourself into the week. Crush, what's up, man? Well, um, I have to uh, end uh, today's episode uh, dedicating it to the memory of a dear friend of mine um, who just passed away from COVID-19. His name is uh, Mario Blocker, also known as Black Mav. He was a producer in the DMV area. Um, I had met him through a local event. I met, actually, I met him through a couple of local events. I, I even interviewed him one time on, on my tape and everything. And uh, he was a very talented, very dedicated to his craft. He did a lot of work with, with a lot of friends of mine. And, you know, he was definitely ready to take things to the next level. Um, unfortunately, uh, back on July 19th, I believe, we got the news um, from his wife that he, uh, he succumbed to uh, complications with COVID-19. Um, it was very sudden. Um, we had no idea. Um, and uh, it, it's, it, it's brought the situation into stark relief for everyone. Um, I've been vaccinated. My wife has been vaccinated. My family, most of my family have, have been vaccinated. And uh, we want, you know, it's already been a very painful and difficult discussion to have in public, you know, even on Facebook, without having to, you know, cut some people off because they want to be disrespectful about my brother's death, you know, in the, yeah. face, of, in the face of their need to be medical experts. So please, people, don't pose as medical experts. Um, Get vaccinated. I want I want my brothers and sisters here. I don't want to wonder why you're not here. You know when it could be preventable. You know I can also attest to the fact that my wife and I think we did catch COVID and survived it because of the vaccine because we both had conditions Mm -hmm. that would have exacerbated that exacerbated that uh, that virus. So get vaccinated, please. Condolences, my guy. Oh, what's up? Oh, man, this is Black August. Uh, This is a time where we commemorate Black radical revolutionaries and political prisoners and those who are incarcerated. So there's a number of ways that we tend to highlight uh, all of these injustices. So we just... You know, you can just go on any social media platform and do hashtag Black August and begin to read to get a deeper understanding of what Black August 
signifies and what it means and the importance of Black August. Uh, because right now, across the country, man, uh, those who are incarcerated are suffering in ways that is mind-blowing. So as much as we highlighted those who are experiencing homelessness in this particular episode, we cannot, we will be remiss if we didn't speak about those who are incarcerated. So uh, just take a moment, man, social media, hashtag Black August. Do some read, man. Appreciate that. What's up for me this week is uh, the coronavirus, man. I know that we're probably going to get demonetized because we've said COVID and the coronavirus a thousand times on this goddamn. But it's... Or we can say catch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But yes, the coronavirus is still a thing right now. Arkansas, one of the states that has the lowest number of vaccination rates in the country, is still refusing to do anything different almost Wait, every I, I, single hospital in arkansas right now is at capacity it's gotten to the point and this is no joke it's gotten to a, a point now according to reports that even sex workers are now either one requiring masks or two requiring vaccination cards and this is no bullshit i mean i know it sounds funny but it's gotten to that point that hey you're taking all these other precautions to have safe sex and then you catch the vid, and that's what ends up killing you. Jesus. People need to take this shit way more seriously than they're taking they it, really and I can't even uh, because, can't even uh, imagine why people aren't. But I mean, we know what the type of want to bring up this land of varying mess, man. Yeah, yeah. Crush, where can people find you if they'd like to find you, man? Man, come check me out at SD Methods on Instagram. Uh, there will be some new tracks uh, being posted up and doing a lot of work. And uh, you'll be looking forward to some uh, previews of a documentary I'm uh, writing a script for uh, coming out this fall. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. L, where can people find you if they want to find you? Hey, you can find me on across all social media platforms. Again, at Elgin Bailey. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Elgin Bailey. For all of you people who think that I'm not approachable. Just don't bring no shit literally to my DMs and we'll be okay. He's gonna change his handle to uh, Petty Pendergrass. Or I am not uncatchable. Yeah, that's 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 what it is next time. <laughs> and I'm big oh Mr. In the Black himself. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MR underscore in the black. And I want to thank you guys for joining us for another incredible episode of the In the Black Podcast. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to kick with us, and we appreciate it. Follow us across social media at in the black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Come over to our Patreon. You won't regret it. Become part of the family. But until next time, as always, informed, intelligent. In the, in, the in the black. Peace. Peace. In the black, bro. Hands down, one of the best podcasts I ever heard, though. Word. Bretrix, what up? I'm a black up here, Bretrix. Listen.
In the black podcast, that your lad is all facts. You don't like that, then fall back. In the black podcast, don't talk trash. Yeah. switch fast if you ain't raw, then yeah. you're whack. Informed, intelligent, elements always relevant. Not for the weak and delicate. This is eloquent excellence. We are setting the precedence. Rest of them are excrement. In the black podcast, the truth like the testament. Don't know, black RP, bro, man, a specialist. Know what the podcast brought, just y'all mess with this. Like, said they my cheap, who no do it so effortless. I listen to my learn when them listen to my benefit reporting current events everything that is prevalent this is so exquisite a scientific experiment giving you the news not fused without evidence telling you the truth sentiments without embellishments relax these are the facts bringing them to your residence in your house or your tenement listen to hear intelligence body filled with melanin power that's so unsettling bright in the stars bringing some light back to the desolate in the black podcast, think your lad is all facts. You don't like that, then fall back. In the black podcast, they punt up. Who no fee watch? Black up your chat, make you flop. In the black podcast, think your lad is all facts. You don't like that, then fall back. In the black podcast, we outlast. They will let them can, none of them no contrast. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's how we are doing to the big old. Yeah. Mr. In the black himself. What up, DJ Henry? It's your boy, Black P. I'm out.